when I think about what shifted or changed, I think I, I totally changed as a person. It's like I, I found a whole new side of me that I didn't even know existed when I became an entrepreneur. I'm Brian Kramer. I believe that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is making smaller shifts. It's the small shifts in our lives that can create epic outcomes. Your journey to be more deeply connected into the life you truly deserve starts right now. Welcome to Humanly Possible, a podcast focused on small shifts that can make epic differences in our lives and at work. I am so excited to introduce our guest, who's someone I admire and am totally honored to have on the show. And her name is Cami Gildner. She's a friend, a coach, and also a storyteller, a connector. Um, She's a business coach uh, for Changemaker Women of Influence. She leads high, uh, high vibe entrepreneurs to give voice to their most important messages and creates ripple effects of world impacts. She's the founder of the Extraordinary Women Ignite Conference, Extraordinary Women Connect Events, and Extraordinary Extraordinary Women Radio, uh, a podcast featuring wildly successful women who are making an impact in the world. And in fact, I actually got to speak at her Extraordinary Women uh, Ignite Conference. Go figure. I actually spoke at a women's conference, which was my first women's conference. Kind of cool. Um, that was super fun. That was super fun. Oh my gosh. The people there were just like so awesome. Anyway, uh, Cami was named to the 2020, uh, 2020, 25 most, say that 10 times, 2020, 25 most powerful women in business list by the Colorado Women's Chamber of Commerce. In other words, she is the sheer definition of humanly possible. That's why I wanted to have her on the show. And I'm super excited to finally have her here. Cami, thank you so much for being here. Oh, Brian, it's such an honor. It's really an honor to be here with you. And you know, I am a huge fan of you and and all the work that you're putting out in the world. So it's it's an honor. And yes, my tribe did totally love having you come and join us as the first male at our Extraordinary Women Ignite Conference. So it was great having you there. They loved you. This this thank you. This might sound um sound I interesting or weird weird. I don't know. It was kind of I, I actually uh, reached out to Cami and I said, is it so wrong that I've never wanted to be a woman so badly just to speak at your conference? And that's when Cami said, uh, no, you don't have to be a woman. And yes, I would love to have you. <laughs> I was like, yes, we would love, love to have you. Who wouldn't want to have Brian Kramer as a keynote at your event? So it was, it was awesome. Well, let's get right in because... There's so much that we, I, I just want to cover. And, um, you know, we have, we have, uh, a, yes, there's so much. So the first one is what's one thing that felt super small to you that, um, maybe it was just a small shift early on, uh, at any point in your life, really, that felt small, but ended up being a big shift for you in your life. You know, that's, it's, it's a great question. And, and when you told me you were going to ask me that, I was like, oh my gosh, where do I take this? And I want to go back to really early in my 20s. I, so I, I got married really young, had a son really young, and then got divorced um, about the time I was 23, 24 years old. 
And I was at that place. And then obviously that was a big thing to make that decision, right? But there was a point where I was, you know, I was, I was providing for a young son, a, a three-year-old son. And I was, you know, really in this place of trying to figure out how I'm going to grow as, as a person, as, as a woman, as a young, I mean, I was really young as a, as a 23, 24 year old trying to figure out what the heck I'm going to do with my life and, 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 and raise a son as a single mom at that point. And I decided to start going to some, some, a couple night classes. And I was, I, I was working at an oil and gas company downtown Denver and decided to make that decision to start taking some classes. Um, I did not have a college degree at that point. And that decision to start going into those, those, those evening classes at the same time while I was working in the full time during the day and raising a, a, a three-year-old son, it was a really good decision for me because it took me down the pathway of really opening up my world into, um, I, which would eventually would be, um, become getting a marketing degree an international marketing degree and, um, moving through the oil and gas industry into more of a, uh, a marketing role. And that's the journey that really took me down that, but it was that subtle shift of, gosh, I need to provide for my son. If I want to provide for this son, um, for my, my, my little man, how, what was it that I needed to do to give him the kind of life that I really wanted to give him? And, and so that decision, you know, and, and, and really it was like those, those initial classes were just like, well, this might be interesting. Let me see what this looks like. Um, so it was a small shift, but it was a really important shift to my, my, my journey, which, you know, led me down my corporate world days of, of, of landing in executive roles and that sort of thing. But it was that small little shift there. That's I love that. Um, and and now looking back, when you look back at that shift and you see how that's played out in your life and what things that it's brought to you, what does that bring up for you? Well, it brings up for me that every decision that we make along the way isn't is 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 part of this bigger, much larger overarching plan, right? I mean, it was and even you know, 15 years ago, if you would have told me that I'd be um, an entrepreneur running the communities that I run and doing what I get to do, I would have told you we're crazy because I was, I was a corporate girl. I was corporate girl through and through. And that's truly where I thought I would always stay, you know, back in those days. I, I, and it's, in fact, people would say to me, why don't you go start your own business? And I was like, I'm, I'm a corporate girl. What would I start my own business in? I mean, so that was, it was just such a big, you know, this, this journey. But when I look at, the, the pathways that I've taken over my life. Um, you know, even going back to the very early days of being in an oil and gas industry where I was, I was working with Lotus one, two, three, and I was running oil and gas reserves and doing economic analysis on oil and gas reserves that those kinds of skill sets today roll into my business today because I can, you know, I have no qualms getting into building business plans and, spreadsheets and all that sort of thing, because I learned how to do that so many years ago, but I would have never envisioned that all of the lessons I learned, you know, in the oil and gas industry, into the software industry, into um, finally leaving that space, how all those, those, those ripples would form me into who I am today. 
So I get to do the work that I get to do today. It was like all those, they were, they were building blocks into yeah. getting me here. Yeah. How important to know that so that you can kind of like see the, not that we can predict, predict the future, but we can, we know that now the building blocks of, of, of that in the past are exactly right. what's happening right now for the future. Yeah. And I believe that things happen for us. It's not that things don't happen to us. They happen for us. Mm. And when, when it happens for us, if we really look at things, you know, whatever's happening in our world, because, you know, our world is all in this, you know, all this change and all the things, it, it, it opens up the pathway for us to be able to say, what did I learn from that? What am I bringing forward with me? And what am I leaving behind? That's, you know, equally as important. What have you learned in starting your coaching practice as you moved into out, out of, out <laughs> what of corporate, I learned? <laughs> I mean, you, I, I think, I do, did we know each other when you were transitioning or was that, um, what was that after, no. uh, where were, where were you in that, um, at that point? I've been out of the corporate world for about 13 years now. Okay. So I left in what, 2008. So yeah, 2008 was when I left the corporate world. I got laid off. And I thought, you know, I've got all kinds of good business experience and marketing experience. I know how to go start my own business when I finally did decide to go do that. And what I learned very quickly was I didn't know anything about starting a business as an entrepreneur, right? I had, there's just so, it's, it's a very different, it's a very different world. Um, you know, how you, how you build a business from an entrepreneur versus in a, in a corporate environment, especially when you work for a large multinational corporation that, that um, it's, it's not the same, you know? So finding teachers and mentors that helped guide me through that was really, really critical for me. Um, But I think even more important than that was being an entrepreneur has, has truly been a big spiritual journey for me. And I was able to really tune into a spiritual side of me that I didn't even know existed. Um, Being able to listen to that inner wisdom inside of me and, you know, I don't know if you know this, but it was the horses, you know, I, I have horses and have had horses my whole life. And it was horses that actually helped me see my pathway into the, the, to becoming an entrepreneur. Somebody started telling me that, you know, people were doing coaching and leadership development with horses. And I said, what? That sounds like the coolest thing ever. Right. And I'd been a horse person my whole life. And so there was this journey into um, experiencing horses in a different way, really opened up to me discovering a different spirituality, what nature brings to me. And I knew that nature had always been kind of my spiritual connection. Um, But it really opened me up into being able to see and feel with that inner wisdom in a, in a bigger way than I'd, ever imagined possible back in, in my corporate days. So I think when I think about what what shifted or changed, I think I, I totally changed as a person. It's like I, I found a whole new side of me that I didn't even know existed when I became an entrepreneur. You you mentioned that there was a time when you you said, I've got the experience, I've got what I need, I'm ready to go. And then <laughs> yeah. bam, I know nothing. Yeah. Um, yes, exactly. What, were you, were you spinning? Were you going, Oh my God, what am I going to do? Uh, what, what happened there? 
It start. It was really interesting when I first started my business. I was on such a high enthusiasm. I was resonating on the biggest, brightest energy possible because I was so excited about the possibilities that I actually had a pretty great start to the first couple of years of my business where I, people were just like, I want whatever she's, she's drinking. Cause she's, she's, you know, they were seeing that, um, that energy in me. So that energy in me really kicked me off well. And then after my main core community had, you know, some of them had followed me into the work and, and, and become clients. Um, and, but there was like, you, you run out of the people that, you know, right. You, you, you kind of hit the mass of, okay, I've hit the people that I've, I, I work with. And now how do I start growing this to the next level? And that was where I really discovered I didn't have the tool sets to do that. So it was like, okay, where do I take this from here? And how do I grow this to, you know, a new level, right? And it was like, so that was that leveling piece that I, and I started, I, I met a coach, I met a business coach who has been my, my mentor and guide for a long time. And she, she really, she painted this vision of what, you know, what my company could become. And I was like, yes, that's, that's where I want to take my company. And that's where, so I, I, it was kind of more along the lines of, I didn't know what I didn't know. And so what she was able to teach me was, you know, ways to really grow my business in a, in a new way. And then, you know, it's like we get new mentors and teachers that come along in our journey and it's like they all bring something new to, to the picture. Mm. I love that. And so people have come in and in and out of your life, but mostly, uh, you know, the, the inspired, um, uh, you've been inspired by, you know, especially that this person, this mentor and coach. Well, and she's actually, and I've actually come back to her. I mean, she's, she's, I've been working with her up until this past year again, just because um, she inspires me. And, you know, she, she grew uh, a multi million dollar business. And I was like, okay, I'm still learning from her. And then I go and, you know, so it's like, I think that's part of the rhythm. I don't know about you, but for me, the rhythm of, of finding the mentors and the guides that we, we really tune into. Um, it's, it's that kind of putting it up. It's like, Hey, who's my next mentor here? Right. Where's, where's the, this, the next space, the next evolution of where I'm taking my business. And it can be so powerful when it's like the right person just drops in at the right time. Isn't that, isn't that true? Um, yeah. So true. I, and you know, it's funny. Um, as I was reading through your book, it, uh, you've got a chapter on this designing a dream inspired life and, uh, and how the inspirations come to us as is mm-hmm. kind of what you were saying in that chapter and how, how the inspiration happens to us and how you, uh, have to be open to receive it. Um, right. and, and once you open your and act on it and act on it, T- tell yeah. me, tell yeah. us about that. And act on it. Yeah. What's holding us back from acting on it? Um, I think a lot of things can hold us back on it. And probably one of the the bigger ones is that when we get the self-doubt on it, it's like, do I really want to step into that full light, the full brightness of of what's possible with this? Because it every time... Every step through an entrepreneurial journey, we're, we're stretching and growing into new 
capabilities, new visibility, new, um, and it can be scary. And we can make a choice when we feel that tension and we may not even be acknowledging that the tension's there, but the tension can make us kind of get smaller with it. And if we don't um, recognize it, if if we do recognize it, we can go, guess what? I I recognize what's pulling me back here and say, I'm going to step into this anyway. And and here's a good example of this. I I had, um, I was terrified of speaking on stages. I was like, I had trained in my corporate days. I had trained so many people how to speak on stages, but I was always behind the scene, you know, helping coach them. And then when I was starting my business, um, my, 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 my coach that I was talking about, Tommy, she said, uh, you know, you, the fastest way you're going to grow your business is speaking. And I was like, ah, no, I, I don't want to grow my business speaking. I'm going to do it other ways. And, um, she's like, okay. Um, and so then, you know, time goes by and I got really, um, I, I did this big strategic planning thing for myself where I was really thinking about what's the purpose, what's my impact that I want to make. And, and it was, um, and I got really clear. I wanted to impact a million women around the world, helping them step into their passion and purpose and grow their businesses and make the impact that they wanted to make. I, you know, I declared this, and this was probably been eight years ago that I declared this. And when I made that declaration, I was like, oh, I'm not going to do that one person to one person. I really needed to learn how to, I needed to get over myself and, and, and figure out that I, I could speak one to many and that would grow my business. And so I had to go through all kinds of training and, you know, just, just get out of my own mindset about that. And when I finally realized it wasn't about me, it was about the other people in the room um, and what they would go do and how that might inspire them. I was like, oh, well, this is fun. <laughs> and so then I fell in love with it. And then it was a lot of fun to me. But, you know, that was that's a great example of that growth phase where you go, okay, I can step back and 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 not step into this because it feels scary or it's it doesn't feel comfortable. And or you can say, I'm gonna get comfortable with the uncomfortable and step into it anyway. And and I think that's been the best skill set that I've learned as an entrepreneur is that every place that you're going, every next level, um, you're learning that that next stretch, whatever that looks like. And just to get uncomfortable with the comfortable and have fun or to get comfortable with the uncomfortable and have fun with it. Yeah. You certainly embodied that with your conference uh the the this year, uh where Thank others you. decided to pull back, you pushed forward. And I, yeah. I, I have to say, I was, I was pleasantly surprised that you said, uh, you know, cause you've been hosting a, a physical conference in Colorado, which originally right. you invited me to, and then you had no control like everyone else. And it, it moved everyone right. into the virtual space and, or they just canceled everything, which is what most people did, uh, and just canceled everything for the year after, unless it's a big corporate event and they just went virtual and cut their numbers and let let lots of people go, uh, you went forward and you created this um, masterpiece. Um, I I got this this box uh, that was just like experiential and unbelievable, full of uh, a tarot deck and or uh, cards and and just candles and 
and stuff. And I felt so held and taken care of and wonderful. And I'm like, wow, this is, can I just live in your conference all year? Um, and then, uh, I had fun with it. So I would like to do that too. So <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't an easy decision, right? I mean, yeah, I had many sleepless nights before deciding what to do. You know, last, it was about June that I decided and I was going back and forth and, you know, and, and, and I think part of that fear, same fear was showing up, right? It's like, well, what if I do this? And it doesn't really, because I had a really solid base under me of what kind of experience I was able to create in the live room. And the biggest fear was like, well, what if it doesn't work to go virtual, right? What if I go through all this um, energy and expense and what if it doesn't work? And then it's that's one of those kinds of energies where you can kind of, you, you can tune into and you say, okay, what's what's driving this hesitation here? Is it my own fear? Is it um, me, you know, logically thinking through things? And it was probably a little bit of both. Um, but when I actually put the the stake in the ground and said, I'm going forward with, forward with this, and I'm going to make this the best damn virtual conference that I can make it, what does that look like? It was so expansive. So I could feel it in my body the moment that I said, yes, I'm going forward with this. And the tightness that I was feeling and the lack of sleep that I was feeling went away and instead it became, okay, what else is possible with this? Well, it showed, it showed at the end of the day and, um, and it was kind of neat to see how, how that energy showed up and how everyone, uh, came together and, and, um, yeah, I, 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 I'll leave it there. It was just really neat to see how it all came, came through, uh, and, and, and all the hard work that came through, um, just kind of shifting gears. I, I would love to also know, um, as you, as you start, as you build all these building blocks, uh, you've got not just the conference, but you also are, are, um, creating, um, from these different places and, um, you're, you're uh, um, moving in in between each of these different spaces. You've got uh, variables uh, moving between different projects and different things that are going on in your life. And um, and uh, you know, there's a pan- little thing called the pandemic going on in the the world. Um, and <laughs> exactly. and you're uh, you know you're you're trying to remain you know both healthy and and fa- and maintain family life and things like that. Um, what are you using? What tools are you using with yourself uh, to to cr- still create shifts to growing your business, but all, also at the same time uh, um, being with it all? Yeah, I was really blessed at the beginning of last year, like in January, I hired a health coach and she was a wellness coach more so than just a health coach. So I hired her. So she brought in and I, and I'd kind of dabbled in meditations and morning practices and that sort of thing. But I got really consistent in 2020. Um, in 2020, I got really consistent with my morning rituals. Um, and I, I could not have picked a better year to get more consistent in it. I changed what foods I was eating and putting in my body. And I, um, 
was really methodical about how I was taking care of me um, every day. And, it, you know, when the pandemic hit, you know, like a, almost a year ago at this point, right? It was, it was March 12th. I spoke on March 12th and it was like the next day they were like, okay, things are done and stay home for it. And I'm thinking, oh, in the next couple of weeks, right? Um, and there was this, this, this notion of really going inside and spending time with myself in those first couple of weeks. Um, my husband was still out of town at that point. So I had a house to myself. I was, I was, um, you know, kind of secluded to myself. And I used that time to really go inside. And and then it was like, wait a minute, my tribe needs me. Same time. So there was this dance of what's my tribe needing right now? And how can I show up for them? And their tribes need them. They need to take care of themselves first. How can we come together in community, take care of ourselves first? And then go do the work that we're meant to do. And that was kind of the theme that we we played on all year long in my mastermind last year. So it was about owning your genius, owning your genius, show up for your tribe and and serve and, and do your work. But at the same time, make sure you're taking care of yourself first. So I think that that I was really blessed that I had such a good mentor in my health in this past year. That at a time when, you know, people were getting the COVID, you know, I gained 20 pounds in COVID. I actually lost 20 pounds during COVID. Um, so because I had that kind of support around me. So it felt really timely to have, have found her the time that I did, you know, before this even started. I'm seeing a running theme here that you invest in yourself. I do. I do. I have always invested in myself, in my business. I mean, I didn't back in the corporate day. I mean, it's like, you know, I let the company invest in myself back then. Um, but I did learn to do that early on in my business. And that's been a really, I mean, it, it comes back to you, you know, the ROI on investing in, in yourself, no matter what, what kind of level that is, comes back. How do you... And the lessons aren't always clear right at the moment, but you go, oh my God, I really learned that from that person, right? And then it just becomes, it's those building blocks again that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. I have two two questions and and uh, I, have, I have a thousand questions, unfortunately. So we're, at some point we're gonna have to have <laughs> you back on, but um, two, two questions I'm gonna close out. Um, one is um, how do you, how do you, uh, how do you know, how do you lean into your knowing when you are, um, because it feels to me as if you are, uh, when you realize that you meet someone and you know that they are the person that can help you, uh, mm-hmm. how do you realize that? I get a really strong hit right off the front, right off the bat, right? I mean, I get this feeling of, it's like I feel a, um, I feel it in my body, right? And, I, and it, it may not be, it might, it might someday it might be in my heart, a heart-to-heart connection. It might be a gut-to-gut connection. Um, but I feel it in, in, in me. And it's, 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 I mean, I'll just take it back because, you know, I've been a client of the H2H tribe for a, for a long time. And I've always loved the H2H tribe. And then the, the day I walked in and met you and Courtney, I was like, oh my gosh, these are my people. Um, and the people that were in the room, and I felt this connection and this, this, this likeness, and it wasn't, um, 
it was just so open and expansive in the energy that's there. And that's what I felt. And that's anytime I've made that kind of a choice to, to be in, um, you know, this is my mentor. This is, these are my people. That's what I, I, I feel it with my body. And, 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 and I think that was a really learned skill set because I don't know that I, ha- I don't think I really listened to that inner wisdom inside of me back in the corporate day. That's, I think what, I think the horses helped me le- learn to, to feel that, you know, the somatics of things and trust those somatics. And, um, it's been one of the most beautiful gifts of being an entrepreneur is to tap into that wisdom. Oh my God. What a beautiful answer. But I got, I got to, I kind of just want to sit with that because there's so much uh, there. Um, and there's, there's like a trusting and a knowing and a, and then also a, a feeling that happens. And, um, and yeah, there, there's a lot there. Um, but you, do you know, um, do you know Richard Strazzi? No, I don't. Okay. So the Strazi Institute is, is based out of San Francisco area. And that's why I asked that. Um, and his former wife, Ariana Strauss, um, was my teacher in the equine guided science world. And so she was deeply entrenched in um, Richard Strauss's work of the somatic work. And that's where the horses really brought that in. Um, so I, that's why I was curious if you knew him, just because he's from that part of, of, of our country. Oh, okay. you'll have to check him out. Yeah. We'll put that in the show notes too. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Awesome. Um, the last Last question I want to ask you is about um, the Kilimanjaro of your world in your life. Maybe it's it's still uh-huh. ahead of you. Maybe there's some you want to you want to touch up a million. I think I heard a million. Um, yeah, uh, a million women. Yeah, women. Um, what's the what's the process? What's what's gonna, what's it going to take to get there for you? Mm, gosh, that's a great question. It is. Um, one, it's me always stepping into those spaces that feel uncomfortable and stretching into it anyway, right? So I know for my voice to reach a million women, it means that I need to keep showing up, doing my work, um, but doing it in a way that's not pushy. You know, it's, it's not my, it's not my jive. My, <laughs> it's really about opening up to who's the people that are meant to be in this space. And, um, who, who wants to be in this work that, that I'm bringing forth. And my work keeps expanding and growing. And I think that's exciting for me that how it's like the ideas of, of concepts and things that I teach keep evolving and growing because I listen and say, you know, what's meant to come up from this. And, and what happens when I, when I start, you know, when I really get into the work that I, that's coming from my heart, people really resonate to that. And, um, so, so it's like, I'm being gifted with some of these, these messages or these things that I teach in my work and, and helping entrepreneurs grow their businesses and get their voices heard. It, it comes to me, I get these things and I start to share and I have this enthusiasm and this love for what I'm sharing that brings people into my community. And so it's, it's growing that community. And, um, to me, that's so much fun. I, I just, I, I just love to play in that dance of community coming together and supporting one another and uplifting one another and growing together. And, and from that comes this most beautiful 
next evolution. So it's, 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 it's just continue more continuation of that. Um, me staying true to receiving and growing myself so that I can help others grow and receive. So it's, 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 it's a, it's a beautiful place. I, and I know um, it, well, it's, it, you, it, it's, it's really cool. Cause you keep bringing up the word dance and your, your, the name of your book is uh, fire dancer. Um, your spiral spiral journey to a life of passion and purpose. And it's no wonder that you keep bringing up the dance, the dance, the dance. So I mm-hmm. love that you keep saying that and we'll put that in the show notes too. Um, and I know I said that was the last question, but um, I lied because I just have to ask this. And this is based upon your answer, which is where does your drive come from? Where does that, where does that stem from? Where in your life are you drawing that from to, to where does that, where does it come from? Oh gosh, it's such a, that could be such a big answer, <laughs> but I'll do it. I'll do it precisely. Um, I think it comes from this desire. I think our world is going through some big traumatic energetic shifts. I think that, you know, all this pain and this rife that we've felt has been coming and we're going through it. We're going through this big portal. And on the other side of this is, is a, a kinder, gentler way of being and living in a world and treating one another. And I believe that we are on this journey going to this other side and that that's part of what this work is for me is, as you know, I think that I think those of us doing the work that we're doing, you know, the work that you're doing, the work that I'm doing and the work that my community is doing is all contributing to this, this new future. And I believe in it with all of my heart. And that's the reason that I say yes to this and what drives me. And I love it. <laughs> well, it shows. <laughs> shows in in every possible way it shows and so so that's why i needed to ask the question because everybody wants the uh, everybody wants to take the uh, cami pill um so i i um <laughs> i'm i'm so excited i'm so honored i'm so grateful uh to be in your hemisphere and in your world and thank you so so much Likewise. for being here with me i've got goosebumps and i'm so uh uh, uh yeah just Wonderful. Thank you so much for being here with me. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for having me and thank you for all you're doing in the world. It's, it's, you know, I'm a huge fan and, um, I, I just really have been honored to be here. Oh, mutual, mutual admiration club. Well, thank you again. And we can't wait to, uh, can't wait to do this again. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining us this week. If you love this episode, please subscribe. We love having subscribers just like you. Download a few more episodes. And if you feel moved, we would so appreciate a review. I'd love to also hear your key takeaway. What impacted you from this episode? You can tweet me your answer and reach out on Twitter at Brian Kramer. That's Brian with a Y, Kramer with a K. And definitely be sure to join us in our Facebook group. We have just under 3,000 humans just like you and me looking to connect even more imperfectly. Until next time.